Hey, hey, it's Neville Medora here with the Swipes email for Friday, June 2nd, 2023. Swipes, of course, means swipe, wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and splurge. Sometimes sketch. I change it back and forth. It doesn't matter. So let's get started with the swipe. So today I'm feeling a little thirsty. So let's start off with three drink swipes. So I thought this one was actually really fun and a clever ad from Guinness that was released around the King's Coronation. It's got a little Guinness. It's all blacked out. And then the foam looks like a crown. Clever. I thought it was kind of cool, and uh, people loved it. Uh, there's another one with a banana shake from McDonald's. Did you know McDonald's sells banana shakes? I, I had no idea about that. It's apparently been running for like 30 years, but they have a lot of dumb puns in their advertisement. Go bananas. It's got appeal. Ha, ha, ha. It made me laugh enough to get on this email. And then um, this was a 1970s Kool-Aid ad that I found, and it's kind of funny. It's actually a really good ad. I don't know if it would hold up today. And it says, why is this picture smiling? Big old picture of the uh, the Kool-Aid man, which is kind of a phenom back then. And it justifies buying Kool-Aid over soda. So I guess back in the day when Kool-Aid was released, their actual main competitor was Mountain Dew, Coke, RC Cola, Dr. Pepper, etc. And so they had a couple justifications on the ad. So one was because Kool-Aid sh- sweetened sugar is about half the price of soda. Because Kool-Aid has vitamin C, soda doesn't. Because Kool-Aid has no carbonation. And because... Kool-Aid mixes fruity flavors, kids love, et cetera, et cetera. So they're trying to justify it on price, taste, no carbonation, which I don't know if that's a benefit or not, um, and nutrition. Now, I don't know if anyone in modern day would call Kool-Aid anywhere remotely healthy, but back in the day, I don't think anyone cared about that. Here's some uh, interesting wisdom. So one of the upsides of social media is people are incentivized to put a lot of information into a small amount of space. So I remember reading about a lot of this stuff back in the day in like textbooks in school, and it would uh, it laid out in text, which is often a bad way to learn physics and things like that. But with social media, everyone tries to put everything on one little image. So here's three examples of that. Uh, This image shows four ways of reducing traffic noise to a residential area. It says noise mitigation measures, and it shows a mound of dirt, a wall, trees, and like like a slanted arch or something like that. And it basically shows where the noise goes and the pros and cons of each. And it does all of this in one simple Instagram image, which is pretty cool. Um, I like this format because, especially with all the AI tools coming out, there's a lot of stuff. So this little square lists 72 different AI tools, all categorized by industry. And it does it all in a little Instagram square, which is kind of nice. And then uh, here's a short, uh, chart that shows booms and busts happening with regular frequency in the economy. And it's called Periods When to Make Money, which is a very grabbing headline. I'm sure people love that. And it also extrapolates into the future and it shows the massive booms and busts throughout history and how they recur with um, kind of shocking regularity. So every time they're like, oh, the housing market dropped it. Well, it's not the last time it's happening, happening and it's not the first time it's happened. In fact, it happens with regular frequency every couple of years and this shows it. So small square plus lots of info equals cool. Uh, Here's something interesting from the AI front. So the email subject line of the swipes email is always pretty standard. As a microphone on it, it's a swipes email, Friday, June 2nd, 2023. So I tasked AI to make some better versions. My brain's not working today. I don't know what to do. So I was like, hey, AI, write me a bunch of different versions. And here's what it gave me. It gave me 10 different versions of this. Now you can simply take that and use one of these, or you could say, make it funnier, make it smarter, make it shorter, um, remix them in your own way. You can actually tell the AI to do all sorts of different things and get ideas. So actually today, the subject line is slightly different based off of one of these AI things. 
So it's cool how you just quickly generate hundreds of permutations of a headline using AI. This used to be a thing like six months ago that you would have to do with your brain, and now you could just completely outsource this. Um, I've been using AI tools every single day to figure out what's useful and what's hype. And we've actually been posting videos that have been doing really well inside of our members area of what I've learned uh, about these AI tools. So some things I think are hype, some things I actually use every single day. And I go and demonstrate a couple of those in this recent video I posted there. Uh, here's a picture. So I was out of town all this month and I'm excited to be back in Austin. And here's a pic of me in Barcelona, the top of this hotel in, in sandals and, uh, and a robe. And we stay at this cool hotel uh, in Barcelona with this big old fake fish in front. I don't know what it is, but it's pretty cool looking. Um, it's times like this when I leave for a long period of time that I realize how cool it is to work primarily from the internet that you can just pick up and leave and kind of, you know, figure it out from the road. So uh, it's pretty awesome, but happy to be home again. Here's a, a quick little essay. So uh, I attended a wedding recently, and this actually happens at every wedding I go to, and I'm kind of surprised this isn't a solved problem. So. People take pics on their phone of the wedding and immediately post them to Instagram, immediately meaning like, you know, that day, maybe after the thing or maybe a day later. And these photos get shared, liked, commented. People are like, oh, my God, you got married and they get to see it if they weren't there. And, it, you know, the whole social media thing happens uh, with a typical wedding, though. Three months later, you get an email link from the bride or groom with professional photos way after the moment has passed. So I was discussing with a friend that it'd almost be cooler to hire someone to take good pics with their phone and immediately post them during the event. This could be like someone who's like an assistant of the photographer or someone who just kind of knows how to frame a nice photo on an iPhone or even have one of those cameras that's just connected to your phone and post during the event of like what's going on with captions, all sorts of stuff. And they would uh, post from their phone, they would tag people and the event would spread on socials without uh, relying on your friends to do it necessarily. This whole like, I'll send you photos in three months thing, it just seems extremely antiquated. It kind of reminds you of days when you have to like process photos and that's just so far gone. And it just seems kind of weird in a social media age that a photographer takes three months to give you the photos. I've seen some photographers on the higher end where they have assistants where they will edit on the spot and then make like a photo uh, you know, roll for the, the actual event. And so it is possible that they can edit and, and pick the photos very quick. But I just think like this is a huge problem and it really misses the fun of posting photos around a main event. And as a splurge today, here's a fun book I've been reading, uh, The Wright Brothers. And so I've been slowly getting through this, uh, you know, chapter by chapter in between, you know, trips and stuff. And it's fun because reading about historical events makes you realize that huge technological shifts followed by fear it's totally normal. And it's kind of funny. We totally take for granted flying. We don't even think about it as like some sort of phenomenon. And back then it was just breaking everyone's heads. They're just like, you, like a person can fly. Like it was just so insane for people to think of the ramifications of what would happen to the world when people flew. Well, we have the hindsight of being 120 years in the future and seeing that you know, apparently no one cares about it anymore. <laughs> it's just so normal. And we didn't even think about the changes to it. But at the time, people were just like worried that like, what's going to happen to societies and stuff like that. It's just really interesting to see um, that happen. Also, it kind of dovetails nicely with some of the AI fear that's going on. Like right now, a lot of people, even in the AI industry, they're excited, but at the same time, like a little nervous of like, what's going to happen to us and jobs and things like that. And so it's kind of cool to see that this does happen in every major technological shift. Uh, anyways, my name is Nelvindor. I will talk to you later.